Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. Thank you for joining us for this message in the sharing of God's Word. This is where we study, learn, and abide in our personal journeys along our daily walk with Christ. And if there's one thing that I know for sure, that is, there is our way and then there is God's way. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to to fellowship, to come together in like minds and spirits, to share in your word, in your nourishment, of your discerning wisdom that you provide us. Father, I ask that these words penetrate hardened hearts, make their way into uh, blocked ears, and uplift, encourage, and inspire your people to live the way that you would have them to live, to be able to sow seeds of love and to share with others, to, to make this world a better place. Father, I I thank you for this opportunity, and God, I pray that you use me as your errand boy to deliver your message, your word to your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Uh, I want to talk today about anxiousness over needs and and having peace. There's so much that we face day in and day out. Just trying to survive, just just trying to to earn or or make a living. Despite our best efforts and intentions, we sometimes cannot help but uh, feel the need to worry or or fret over things as if somehow that will help make things better. Uh, Like uh, that's what we're supposed to do. I'm I'm supposed to, to worry about this. Left unchecked, the slight worry can grow into anxiety, uh, overwhelm, fear, and even paralysis in our ability to to function or even think clearly. In other words, it can take away our ability to problem solve or to see the solution. It's easy to say worry is a sin, but much harder to refrain from getting caught up in or snared in that trap. Uh, Succumbing to the to its death grip on our hopes, our dreams, and desires for peace and and joy and and well-being. Today's scriptures speak to the heart of this matter with the intent to encourage and give us renewed hope, regardless of whatever situations we may be facing. I'm going to read from Philippians, the NIV, chapter 4, verses 4 through 9. Philippians from the NIV chapters uh, 4 verses 4 through 9 verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. 
Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. So the title and topic for today's message is Be the Peace You Seek. Be the peace that you seek. Our minds are far more potent at bringing things into our lives that we, we can ever imagine. Being closely connected to our hearts when our minds wander off, our hearts tend to follow. When we focus on something with intensity, we may very well be summoning that very thing into our lives. No, I'm not talking about winning the winning lottery numbers or a shiny new luxury import or unearned material possessions. What I'm referring to are circumstances, situations, and events. We can get so carried away in our obsession over something, be it fear, anxiety, angst, and even lack, that it can subconsciously influence our actions and behaviors, views, and perspective that we help bring it about, bring about the very thing that we want to avoid. Thankfully, the Word of God the unadulterated truth provides us with divine discernment and direction on how to counteract uh, the will and whims of the flesh and its countless weaknesses. Anxiety or anxiousness is, is, is empty. First, know that anxiety and anxiousness are not spirits that come from God, but are influenced by the spirit of darkness. Now, I'm not speaking about concern, as that is more closely aligned with discernment, something God provides us. Not that any of us need a definition of anxiousness, but for the record, in this passage, anxiousness is characterized as extreme uneasiness, brooding fear, worry, and earnestly wishing. We've all been there, uh, as, as to say, none of us are immune. The question then becomes, how long do we stay? Uh, then when do we go there? And more importantly, how can we escape? In, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 in the Amplified, it says, do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer and petition, definite requests, with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. So this passage can't be more straightforward. Do not be anxious. Have anxiety over, about, or for anything, that includes 
all things, everything, as in worry about nothing or no thing. Easier said than done. I hear you, and I get it. So what should I do instead? It lays that out in uh, plain in this verse. Instead of worry, praise, give thanksgiving. First, for all that you have, have been given, have been spared from, the many gifts and blessings God has so graciously bestowed upon you, followed by making your requests, your needs, known to God in prayer. So instead of complaining to others on Facebook, tell God what you are concerned about. Then, begin to thank him for meeting your needs, his good and perfect will, and how all will be okay according to his word, his promises, and his protection. This is not a guarantee that your every wish, whim, and request will magically show up at your doorstep. It is, however, assurance that all things will work together for those who love God. Meaning, that he may have something better for you. That you seek what you seek may bring harm to you. And he is intent on protecting you, or there is a different path and purpose he has planned for you. Focus your mind and your thoughts. That is a uh, another tactic approach strategy to mitigate anxiousness and worrying. Know that what we focus on most is our God. I wouldn't be caught dead focusing on some material possession. Depending on some temporal and worldly thing to meet my every need or even protect me. What we focus on in earnest, we draw to ourselves. We don't always know the impact that thing, object, person, or desire will bring to our lives. We, we, we may have hopes of what it will be like, but that may not be the way that it turns out. In, in other words, the thing we obsessed about, lusted after, uh, and even sold our souls for may turn out to be a nightmare in reality and become our, on, uh, our undoing. So why on earth then would we want to summon something into our lives not meant for us that could harm us. We would not do this knowingly, so why take the chance? And as with anxiety and worry, we can bring about the very circumstances that we don't want by focusing on them. Focus on what we want versus on what we don't want. In Philippians, again, chapter 4, verse 8 in the Amplified, it says, for the rest, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, 
and is honorable and seemingly. Whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind and winsome and gracious, if there is any virtue and excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. Fix your minds on them. So by fixing our minds on things that are worthy, that have virtue, that have purity, right, that are, that are noble, uh, that shifts our mindset away from the negative. And it's very difficult for those two to, to coexist. A mind filled with higher thoughts, pure thoughts, those divine, worthy, heavenly, and righteous thoughts is a mind that is aligned with God, the creator of all. Virtue is not a performance, but a practice. I'm going to say that again. Virtue is not a performance, but a practice. We can fake many things, but no, we cannot fool God. Striving to be high-minded, uh, a heart-led practice, is the only path to peace. God did not create nor give us the spirit of lust, envy, jealousy, pride, boastfulness, arrogance, or vengeance. These wicked traits often fuel our desires to obtain stuff. I'm going to get that thing, and these people are going to be envious of me. Don't count on it. And if you do happen to get your hands on it, it's going to be more of a curse than a blessing. It's going to be more of a weight, an anchor, than it will be peaceful and uplifting. We should have zero expectation of receiving what we desire when our desires are based on ill will and not in line with God's purpose or plan for our life. How will we know what God's plan and purpose is for us? By keeping our minds and thoughts stayed on him and all that is good. You're going to find something where it exists. So if you are searching for your purpose, look where in the field where it is and where it grows. Kind of hard to find something where it, it's not. Simple. So then we want to enjoy God's peace. Peace is a highly undervalued and underappreciated, but desired by most. Peace is not some lofty fantasy or hard-to-obtain perch. Peace is readily available at any time, any place, and can be found in every circumstance, if we know where and how to find it. Please do share the secret, Pastor, to finding and having peace, regardless of my circumstances, you may be saying. Happy to. Philippians chapter 4, verse 9, from the NIV. Practice what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and model your way of living on it, and the God of peace, of untroubled, undisturbed well-being, will be with you. So walking with Christ, being a member of the body of Christ, and having the mind of Christ is not a performance. It's something that you do. It is not something you do to impress others. That's what a performance is.
It is who you are, something that you practice, more importantly in secret when no one is watching, than in a public display. Being proud, loud, and attention-seeking in your faith, Expecting to to reap an abundance in return is like trying to capture and contain water in a container made with window screen or tissue paper. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 7 in the Amplified, it says, And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, that peace, which transcends all understanding, shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It is it, 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 phenomenal verse to say that we can experience that peace that, that doesn't make sense. I, I don't understand why. It, it, I shouldn't be peaceful, but I am. And more so, now it's guarding my heart to, to, to protect it from other things that are trying to hurt, harm, penetrate it, to disturb that peace. So I can have peace when it doesn't make sense, and then I can protect myself and that peace in the midst of whatever is going on. There is no substitute or better peace than God's peace. It is the type of peace that will provide comfort amidst, in, in the midst of severe pain. It is the type of peace that will, uh, uh, that, that, that will create to, to a feeling of uh, abundance in, in the face of loss, the, the kind of peace that will provide calm in a tsunami of, of chaos and turmoil, a indescribable peace that overtakes you when it would otherwise be impossible to have well-being. We are wise to be vigilant in protecting our hearts and keeping close guard over our minds, disallowing corrupt thoughts, ideas, desires, and wicked intentions past the gate lest we find ourselves out of sync, vulnerable to demonic attack and overcome with fear. Remember, anxiety, anxiousness, spirits from the dark, evil side. Having spent way too much time there, I can attest that this is a miserable and hopeless place to be. Know this, God has a plan for your life. And it is not anything you need to be anxious about. God has a purpose for your life, and that purpose is not to worry. God will supply you with everything and everyone you need to fulfill His purpose for the life He gave you. If we keep our minds focused on Him, He promises to keep His favor and focus on us and our well-being. Worry and anxiousness have never solved not one problem. They have, however, created many dilemmas and unnecessary calamities and caused countless sleepless nights. We are God's creation for His intended purpose, make no mistake. Therefore, our hearts, our minds, and our bodies belong to Him. Why on earth would we dare try 
to or even consider taking them from him for our own selfish reasons or purpose and then wonder why life is so messy and challenging and difficult. Fulfillment and peace come from fulfilling our God-given purpose, which is nothing we need to fear or be anxious over, but instead be focused on things above where we will assuredly find that peace that we seek. When we trust in ourselves, we get anxious. When we put our trust in God, we get peace. Know the difference and when to defer to him. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this word. We thank you for this wisdom. We thank you for this encouragement, and we thank you for this life that you has, have given us. Father, I pray that this word, your word, helps your people to find and get on or back to the path that you have set for them to follow so that they may first experience that peace that surpasses all understanding in a dark world full of turmoil and hate and division, we, we, we seek a peace and a comfort to, to, to get off the, 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 the crazy train and just be able to enjoy a peaceful life that is not full of turmoil. That can be accomplished and had regardless of how things look when we're on the path that you have put us on when we are being the creations you've created us to be. I pray that this word helps individuals to become the person that you created them to be and to find that elusive peace. And for God, for those who don't know you, who are seeking to develop that relationship so that they may have that peace, I pray that they pray this prayer, which is an introduction to you, which is a beginning of a relationship, one that needs to be developed and cultivated, but to pray this prayer to say, God, I want to be there. And that prayer goes like this, God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son, Jesus, gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place paying the price for my sin, and rose again so that I may be saved. I ask that you come into my heart right now, Father, and I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over sin, and eternal life with you. This prayer we pray in your precious Son, Jesus' name, amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life, which is the very first step to developing and cultivating that relationship that will help guide and steer you in your life. Seeking to build on that relationship, I strongly encourage you to immerse yourself in the Word so that you may receive the Holy Spirit and that you may be led in the way that you should go. So to know where you should tread and where you should steer clear of. Having that internal guide is priceless. Nothing on the face of this planet. The way to do that is getting in God's Word, studying, reading, being well-equipped so that you can manage in this world. I have one ask of you, and that is please share this message with someone, someone that, that may need to hear it. You may or may not know, but 
my goal and my intent here is to get God's word out for people to hear, to be encouraged, and to be uplifted. Please share this message. Thank you for joining. Uh, we appreciate your love and support, and I hope you can join us next time. Until then, live your blessed life on purpose. Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's Word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.